Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. in attendance today. This is because I saw many of our regulars at the four getting their first obligation of the weekend out of the way last night. So that means I get extra time to preach. St. Paul in his letter to the Romans, he says, to him who can strengthen you, that's God, according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, According to the revelation of the mystery kept secret for long ages, but now manifested through the prophetic writings, and according to the command of the eternal God, made known to all nations to bring about the obedience of faith. According to the revelation of the mystery, kept secret for long ages. What a phrase. Uh, revelation, there is apocalypse. Apocalypse means an, an uncovering, an unveiling. Calupto is to cover. Columa is a veil. So apocalypse is to take away the veil. <clears throat> but I'm really interested in this phrase for a long time. It's chronos, um, ionios. Chronos um, is chronological time. It's consecutive time. Uh, it's the time that's up on that clock that I don't like because it tells me to wrap it up, and it's always wrong. Chronos is what we live in in our daily lives, and. Um, we never have enough of it. We always wish we had more of the Kronos time. And it slips away from us so fast. And so we have these expressions. Uh, tempus fugit. Time flies. It flees away from us. There's another type of time in Greek. And it's called kairos. And uh, I want to make sure I get the the quote right. We find uh, Kairos in those places where you see Paul talk about now is an acceptable time. That word is not Kronos, it's Kairos. When uh, you hear about in the fullness of time, it's Kairos, not Kronos. And in the liturgy, we are always in Kairos. In the Byzantine liturgy, at the end of the service called Orthros, which is dawn services, morning services, the deacon kneels at the right of the celebrant and he says, Kairos to poesai to kurio. It is time for the Lord to act. Kairos. It is time, Kairos for the Lord to act. And immediately the divine liturgy begins with 
Blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, now and forever and unto ages of ages. Amen. This is the space that we enter into in liturgy. It's a Kairos time, not a Kronos time. But Kronos is always impinging upon that. Uh, there was a time when even society understood that there was a need in the week for Kairos instead of Kronos. And so there used to be laws that kept businesses from being open. Um, some of you who are old enough might remember that. We no longer have that. We've divested ourselves of Kairos. All that's left in the world is Kronos, and in the place of where we would find Kairos, they've given us Kronos. And so now even our Sundays are not really a day of rest. They're one more day for you to catch up on emails, cross the T's and dot the I's on the projects that you have going. And many companies make you work and what's worse, we, those who inhabit a liturgical space, have become addicted to Kronos. And so we shop and go to restaurants and do all the things that the world would have us do. And we keep Kairos from capturing our hearts. In the space of that Kairos comes two things in liturgy. The first is anamasin. Anamasin, uh, you can translate it uh, memory or remembrance. You hear it in every Eucharistic prayer. Do this in memory of me. Uh, but it, it means more like a living memory, not a recalling back to something, but an a bringing forward of a saving event in which we participate. This is a, um, a prophetic kind of memory, a, a memory that makes present the thing remembered. And the second thing that enters into Kairos is what we call in Latin, hodie, this day. And you'll hear it throughout the whole liturgical year. There's whispers of it in Christmas. Uh, there's a crescendo of it during the Easter services. We keep calling it this night that Christ was risen, this day that Christ was born, this day that Christ ascended. Um, we aren't just making pretense that we believe Kronos stays out there. And unfortunately for us, uh, as pastors, Kronos is even impinging upon this. And so, because we have such large parishes, we stack liturgies on top of each other on Sundays. And I've got to get you in and get you out shepherd you to your cars and get you on your way so my parking lot is empty for the next group of people that I get in and get out. 
and we become so addicted to it, we actually don't like it anymore when a mass goes longer than an hour or when a preacher goes on and on. Now, uh, I admit I've had the experience. Sometimes homilies seem to partake less of Kairos and more of eternity, right? Let me give you an example from the coming uh, feast of Anamasen and Hodier. Anamasen, that remembrance. The Mass during the day of Christmas has this collect. O God, who wonderfully created the dignity of human nature and still more wonderfully restored it, grant, we pray, that we may share in the divinity of Christ who humbled himself to share in our humanity. This prayer, a piece of it anyways, is said at every single Catholic Mass. The deacon, when he prepares the chalice, has the privilege to make memory of the prayer of the Holy Nativity by the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. This Kairos time, this acceptable time that puts aside Kronos, it, it splits the veil between heaven and earth right up at the seams. And so we enter into a sacred space where we don't simply just recall some event, but all the mysteries revealed in the person of Jesus Christ and made known to us in order to bring about the obedience of faith, that is what we celebrate. And so at every Mass, we don't just... Um, recall the upper room as some would have it. Some people think the, the Christian celebration, the reception of communion, the celebration of the Eucharist, is merely just doing what Jesus did in the upper room. And so they want to call it a sacred meal. And this um, misunderstanding so reduces it that we want in our churches kind of empty churches, a table with chairs arranged around it. But this would preclude the memory that's made in its full sense. And that's why you see incense and vestments and singing and bows and all of these um, otherwise strange symbolic signs because the signs themselves are supposed to make you see something other than just some meal of bread and wine. They're your entry point into all the mysteries of the life of Christ and even a glimpse of the messianic banquet in heaven 
the wedding feast of the Lamb. I'll give you another example of Hodier. This is also on Christmas Day. This is the prayer after communion. Grants, O merciful God, that just as the Savior of the world, born this day, today, is the author of divine generation for us, so he may be the giver even of immortality. Do you understand why these concepts are so important? That what we do in liturgy is no mere juridical fulfilling of an obligation the church has placed upon you. That in the midst of liturgy, we finally set foot in the space for which we were designed in a foreshadowing of the full celebration of it that takes place in heaven. All the things of the liturgy matter. All the expressions of the prayers, all the ceremonies, all the symbols, all the singing. I wish we could keep Kronos from the liturgy every every mass, even the weekdays. Uh, but we do we do live in a chronological world. But it is not the world that you and I are made for. We are made for the world of Kairos. It is time for the Lord to act. And it is time for us to stop living the hectic, chronological life of the world. All of that stuff that impinges upon the very reason for the existence of the human being, all of it will be forgotten. All of it passes away. As we prepare to celebrate Christmas this evening, all the tensions of the world, all the troubles of politics, all the tensions and confusion of the church, all the interpersonal and familial difficulties, all the worries about how much money you've spent for Christmas, and for some of you men who still haven't shopped yet, get it in before midnight. Let all of that stuff go for Christmas. Focus on the person of Jesus Christ. It is only in that kairos where we suspend all earthly cares that divine grace lifts us out of the darkness and confusion of the world and allows us to see with the eyes of faith. Amen. Thank you for listening. St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.stanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org.
A-N-N-E-A-Z dot O-R-G. St. Anne, pray for us.